Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm super excited to just have some fun talking again about the five-piece French wardrobe method and sharing with you the things that I have chosen to add to my wardrobe for this fall and winter, the five things that I have selected that I have deemed worthy to add to my wardrobe in a way that keeps it maintainable and keeps it small and makes sure that I'm not shopping indiscriminately. So hang on and let's listen to the five pieces that I absolutely have to have this fall. Hey there, lovely. Welcome to Personal Style for Christian Women. Are you tired of walking into your closet and feeling like you have nothing to wear? Do you feel frustrated when you look in the mirror and feel frumpy and icky in your clothes? Do you want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a crazy busy homeschooling mom of six. I used to look in the mirror frustrated and uncomfortable in my clothes and wish that I could just look and feel good and maybe get a compliment from my husband. I wanted to have fewer clothes that I really loved, discover my personal style to feel joyful and creative, and appreciate my body at every size and stage. But I was terrified what people would think if I dressed for myself and let go of trends and expectations. Then I discovered how to have confidence in the way God created me and His plan for beauty. In this podcast, you'll find style tips from color to body type, the magic of having less with a capsule wardrobe, and biblical mindset tips so you can bring your inner beauty to the outside. So go put in your favorite earrings, fix that hair, and let's dig in. Are you feeling completely overwhelmed on your style journey, trying to look put together, figure out what clothes work for you, how to put outfits together, and just how to look your best? I used to be you. I used to be so confused about what to do with my style, how to make my clothes work for me, how not to look frumpy as a mom of a bunch of kids under 10. And so this is the reason that I took the time to learn what works took the time to try things and fail some things. And all of this information that I've gained over the past several years, I put into a roadmap, your personal style GPS, just for you. This takes you through all the steps that you need to go from frumpy to stylish, the things that work, it leaves out all the things that don't work, and it helps you get from A to Z faster in a way that actually illustrates who you are and how you want to be seen by others. I invite you to pick it up at wardroberoadmap.com. You will get 24 lessons, lots of tools and templates, everything that you need to figure out your personal style and build the wardrobe of your dreams. So today we're going to talk about shopping. I will be so honest with you and tell you that shopping used to be a hobby of mine. If you listened a couple weeks ago, <laughs> you'll hear me um, share my low buy story and how the last year really transformed my mindset and my attitude and my heart position when it comes to shopping and how many things I own and how I was spending money um, really changed so much for me. Um, All the things that I have learned about building my wardrobe and personal style and color analysis and all these little pieces that go into it, right? Capsule wardrobes, minimalism, all this experience. It wasn't until I committed to shopping less and shopping intentionally this last year that the world just really exploded for me. Um, And everything that I had been trying to accomplish made so much sense. Um, My contentment changed with what I had. 
Um, my level of boredom and need for variety is completely different now. Um, I just have a different perspective on clothing and what it means. Um, but having said that, I truly love everything in my closet. Um, I love all the clothes that I wear. I have, I think, less than 60 wearable items at this point. But that doesn't mean that my love for shopping is completely gone. It just means that it's healthy now and it's focused and it's really intentional. And one of the ways that I accomplished this was by adopting a method called the five-piece French capsule wardrobe. And that is a mouthful (laughs) if you try to say it. Um, And the reason it's called the French capsule wardrobe method is because if you spend any time studying the way French women, in particular a lot of European women, um, build their wardrobe, it's the same kind of principle of quality over quantity, of being intentional and mindful, having less but having good things that really function well in their wardrobe, that are um, really versatile in a way, and that really go far for them. Um, and, and it's really interesting because you think, you know, Paris is one of the seats of fashion, um, but the mindset of these women is completely different. And that's where this kind of originates, right? And so the five piece French capsule wardrobe method is a method of shopping and building your wardrobe two times a year. So this is something that you do, um, in the spring, summer season, and then again in the fall, winter season, and you commit to buying five items to update your wardrobe. And there's no requirement here to declutter anything. This is just putting a limit on what you can buy and add to your wardrobe each season. And one of the things that I really love about this is that you can still window shop, right? You still think and you plan about what you need. You can make lists in between your shopping seasons, but it gives you time to really focus and ask yourself if the things that you think you want are actually things that you want. And I will say that having done this a couple different times now, I am struggling a little more each time with filling out all five items. (laughs) And so, you know, that that fourth or fifth item will often just sit there blank on my list until something really hits me that I'm thinking about, that I'm missing, that I'm feeling like my wardrobe has a hole in it. uh, And then I can just kind of fill it, right? And so I make my list and I start collecting those things when the, the season changes, essentially. So I've been Collecting now for about a month, my list of five items. Um, For me, I buy many of my items from one specific retailer. And so part of this has just been waiting for the release of some of these items because I knew they were um, in production and coming up soon. And so when they were released, I grabbed them because, again, because I've been planning for this, I had the money set aside to be able to invest in these pieces. Um, And that's the other great thing about it is if you have a small budget for clothes, this is a method that really helps your budget go far because instead of dropping $20 here and $20 there, you can take all that money and just save it, save your clothing budget until these two times a year come around. And then you can invest in pieces that are better quality. They're going to last longer um, and probably more true to who you are and your personal style. So having said all this, And shared with you this method, again, that I love so, so much. I am going to tell you the five things that I put on my list um, just to show you that it's different for everybody. Um, And I don't want you to think that any of these things is essential for you or something that you need. But I, as I'm sharing this list with you, please keep in mind um, that for me and my personal style, um, I wear dresses all the time. I don't really like separates. Um, It's just an extra level of decision making that I don't care to have in my life. Um, I find dresses easy. It's a one piece of clothing and you put it on. Um, It's flattering. It makes me feel good. It's feminine. My husband likes it too. 
Um, and so this is how I get dressed. Um, I love different kinds of layers. Um, I'm really into different cardigans. Um, and I love the vest. I love vest and like capes that are styled like vest. So th these are things that I really, really love. Um, they make me really happy. And so you're probably going to find as I share my list that I'm really just buying more of the things that I love, which is really what this is about, right? Um, and as I share each one with you, I'll kind of share the reasoning behind why I bought it. So you can just see how my mind works on this process and how I make these decisions and how I choose whether something is worthy or not. So the first thing on my list is actually what I'm wearing today. I'm um, Side note, side story here. I actually just committed to doing the October dress project today because I'm feeling like a blimp <laughs> as I am in the third trimester now. And a lot of my clothes just make me feel bigger than I am. And this one dress makes me feel great. The October dress project is a 31 day personal challenge to wear the same dress every day. No big deal, really. This is great for me. I love this dress. Um, I'm going to wear it for the next 30 days. Um, and that's that. So it's a striped dress, which is something that I have been struggling with for a few years is finding stripes that I actually liked that were the right size and the right placement and the right colors. And so when I saw this dress coming out, I was super excited because it's one of my favorite colors, this deep eggplant purple color with a navy stripe, which has sort of been my preferred neutral over the last year. Um, God really, <laughs> God did some work on me with the color black. Um, it's a really interesting experience. Um, he just reminded me that black is the absence of light. And when I was reminded of that fact from a color analyst perspective and a Christian woman perspective, I just didn't want to wear black all the time anymore. And I still have it in my closet. It's still a great staple. But when I have the chance to grab navy now, I'm kind of gravitating towards it just a little bit more um, just because, I don't know, I just feel like a weird conviction about it. And so this dress has a deep dark purple and a navy stripe. It fits great. It makes me look like I'm only about 20 weeks pregnant versus 29 weeks pregnant, which is amazing. Um, and so I just, I had to get it. Um, I will say that I'm super in love with the cut of this dress and I am seriously holding myself back from buying a second one in a solid color because that is how much I love it right now. But it's not on my list. So maybe it will go on my spring list. We'll have to see. The second thing on my list was actually a really big struggle piece for me. I have been wanting a light neutral cardigan in a quality fabric for about a year now. And I have looked and I have looked and I am really picky about the weight and the styling of a cardigan. Um, I wanted something that was more fitted. I didn't want it to be super heavy weight because I live in a hot climate. Also, cardigans that have a heavy knit tend to give me a strange headache and neck ache, which is very particular and annoying. And so I've really been looking for a light neutral cardigan. I really wanted kind of an off-white ivory color um, so that it would hold up a little better to all these small children that I have who like to come after me with chocolate fingers. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I found one I kind of liked, but it was from a company in Australia. And not only was it extremely expensive, but the shipping was like $75. And I just couldn't make myself do it. Like I looked at the item and I looked at it and I just could not get on that boat. I could not make myself spend that money. And so I, I kind of let the ivory idea go, right? And um, a few months ago, I saw that a gray fitted cardigan was in production at Wool and my favorite company to shop. And I started thinking about maybe letting that be the replacement for my light neutral cardigan. And I committed to it. <laughs> it, um, it was released, I think, last week. Um, and I got the notification. And I immediately just let go of my plans for an off-white. And I grabbed that gray. It came in two days ago. 
and I love it. Gray is a really hard color for me to wear because it's so summery and it's so gray and it's very unsaturated, which is um, not like my coloring at all. But occasionally I do find great grays. Um, and this one actually, even though it's a medium gray, is fantastic because it has a really strong blue base. So I feel like I hit a home run with this gray cardigan. I'm really excited to wear it um, as it gets cooler. I did try to wear it the other day and it was just way too hot, even in the house. So um, I'm hoping for some cooler weather soon so I can really take it out for a test drive. The third thing on my list was another cape. So I found this company a couple of years ago called Julahas, and they make um, they make different capes and kimonos out of natural fibers. Um, they're based out of Amsterdam, um, and, and I just really love their philosophy and their ethos of sustainability. If you've ever heard me talk about sustainability and ethics and how that relates to us as Christian women, um, I'm really passionate about this, um, about not buying things that harm people I've never met um, because of working conditions and things in other countries. And so when a company has a great ethical standpoint, I'm all about it. Um, and so I have bought their capes. I had I have bought a couple of their capes. Um, they have a couple of them in different weights. And I had tried them and I sold a couple because I just really didn't love the weight or the way the fabric felt. But one of their capes is really lightweight, which again, I live in a hot climate, super important for me. Um, I don't need heavy, heavy layers. Um, one of them was really lightweight and I ordered it in Navy, I think on my, that was maybe my spring wardrobe, maybe, um, ordered it in Navy and I really loved it. And they released one in a deep magenta berry pink recently. And so that was another one that I added to my list. Um, so essentially I now have two of the exact same cape, one in a neutral and one in one of my best colors. And one of the capes that I didn't love, I sold it and I replaced it with, um, a different cape to try. So we'll see how that comes out. Um, I do not consider replacing or sizing down to be part of this process, especially as my weight has fluctuated. I will just say that to be completely honest. Um, I have had to replace a large portion of my wardrobe this last six months because I lost so much weight and I did not include those because my method for doing this was to sell the original item because it was quality and I could recoup my investment and take the money I sold that item with and replace it with the smaller size. Um, so like I said, my wardrobe has actually gotten smaller through this process instead of larger just because I've had to size down so much. All right, so that's three things, right? We have a striped dress that I love. We have a gray cardigan that is such a great gray. And we have a deep pink cape that I completely love. The next thing on my list is something that I do not have yet because it has not been officially released. It is a cardigan. Shocker. Another cardigan. Another layer, right? Um, cardigans have been a sticking point for me for a while. I really love to have, I mean, obviously it's good to have neutrals in your cardigans, but I love a little personality in my colors too. I like to have some colored cardigan options. And several years ago, when I very first started working on my style uniforms, my first uniform was a dress, a nursing dress, and a fitted cardigan. And I had like 15 nursing dresses that were almost the exact same style. And I had like 15 cardigans that literally were the exact same style. Like I had gone to Zulily because they were $17 and I ordered like 15 different colors. Um, <laughs> in retrospect, it seems crazy. I ordered 15 different colors to go with my wardrobe. I had neutrals. I had different colors. The problem was they were made out of polyester and probably some other stuff. I don't remember, but they pilled so badly. And so even after a few wears, a few washes, they looked like they had been in my closet for a decade. <laughs> it just looked rough. And I, I hated that. Like I hated that my clothes looked so bad. 
I once I began to transition to natural fibers, I could no longer stand the way it felt. I could no longer handle the way that it just did not help wick away sweat and odor from my body when I was hot. Um, and so I just couldn't, I just didn't love them anymore. Um, and so finding, finding cardigans in different colors has really been a challenge. It's the same challenge I mentioned when I talked about the ivory off-white cardigan debacle earlier. Um, same thing. It's just hard to find them in a style that I like, in colors that I like, in a price point that I'm willing to pay. And so recently I discovered that, again, same company, <laughs> um, they are releasing a cardigan and it's more of a, it's a little bit more of a, I call them the grandma cardigans, um, you know, the longer boyfriend style, um, not fitted um, in a deep teal color. And I'm really excited because I also know this fabric, um, fabric composition is a little bit thicker. It feels kind of cozy, like a warm hug. And I have a couple cardigans that are thinner and more lightweight. And so I'm really excited to get this one. It is not available yet. I am signed up on the wait list. So that will be something I add as soon as it's available, I think in a few months. The final thing on my list kind of ended up being two things. And if you've heard me talk about this before, you've heard me say that sometimes my five piece becomes a seven piece. Oops. But again, perfection is not the goal here. Perfection is not attainable in your wardrobe. It's about becoming better, becoming a more mindful steward of what we have, um, just becoming more in tune with who we are and who our style is. So the last thing on my list, official list, is was a pair of leggings. Um, I, again, transitioning my leggings over to natural fibers um, from cotton ones. I don't need leggings often. Um, I typically only want to wear them in the fall and winter. Um, I used to feel that leggings were pants, but I no longer hold to that theory. So I don't wear them as pants. For me, they're just a layering piece in the fall and winter when it's cool enough to wear them. Um, or they actually are part of my loungewear when I'm having loungewear lazy days at home. Um, I like to wear them with longer nursing shirts um, as my not quite pajamas outfit. So I really wanted some um, I had gotten a black pair last year that were really great and I've loved them and I really wanted to get a pair in navy and then a pair in that same eggplant color that I've mentioned before. So initially I just put the eggplant color on my list because I was trying to stick to my five piece list and once I got them in I realized how much I truly love them and so I went ahead and grabbed the navy pair as well. So my fifth item actually became number five and six. And y'all, this, this is how I shop now. This is how I do things. This is how I make plans. And it's really, it's fun for me. Like it's fun to truly think about what I want to buy. And then to ask myself, because I used to be so bad about impulse shopping and impulse buying. I would get this idea in my head, like, oh, I want an ivory cardigan. And then I would just go buy almost the first thing I found. I didn't put any thought into it. I didn't put any real planning behind it. I just went with my gut. And of course, so many times, it led to me being unhappy with what I bought because there was no real intention behind it. There was no real thought. It was just me satisfying an impulse. And if nothing else, this process has really taught me so much about not being an impulse shopper, right? I think I talked about that a few weeks ago too. Um, it's just, it, it's all about being mindful. It's all about having a plan and sticking to that plan for the most part. <laughs> and just being honest with yourself about what you actually want, what you really want and taking the time to think about do I really want this for me or do I just admire this from afar, right? Is this something beautiful that I think is amazing, but once I got it home, it would be terrible on me because those things don't deserve a place in our closet. They don't deserve a place on our bodies, right? We don't have room in our lives or in our closet for clothes that don't make us feel good and help us live out our calling and live out our lives and just faithfully serve the people that we're called to serve. 
So I hope that you've enjoyed this little recap of my own fall 2023 five-piece French capsule wardrobe (laughs) that I have planned and mostly bought at this point. Um, I will do this again in the spring. I will be pretty newly postpartum, so it may be quite challenging at that point to see. um, And I may actually put it off till April or May when I'm kind of past that fourth trimester period because the truth is I'm not sure I shop. I'm not sure that I trust my shopping instincts and my clothing instincts with a newly postpartum body. But I hope you enjoyed this recap. I hope it gave you some ideas for what you could do in your own wardrobe and got you thinking about what five pieces you might want to add and how you could take this concept of shopping mindfully twice a year and let it transform your wardrobe and let it make a big difference in the things you love and the things that you own. Hey there, gorgeous. Before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at christianstylecommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed. Be radiant. Be radiant.